We don't sugarcoat shit. Welcome, Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk in Las Vegas, where we don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, Renegade Nation. This is Everly SB, connecting the dots right here on Renegade Talk Radio. It's good to be back. It took me an extra few days. I was under the weather. The change in, I guess, the change in the seasons. Anyway, I just wanted to uh, remind you that Sky Pilot Radio is up again. And it's uh, we're actually doing uh, a, a new thing with along with all the great music from the 60s to the 80s all of the hosts here on Renegade Talk Radio are going to have their own music shows uh, playing the music that they particularly love and so there's going to be a full spectrum of special types of music um, and we're developing it right now so stay tuned for it check out Sky Pilot Radio and uh, I'm just going to launch in. There's a few things I really want to talk about. There's a lot of stuff going on that's really, it's over the top. And I'll start off by talking about our good friend, George Soros. Now, Soros is a trillionaire. He's undisputedly the world's richest man, at least in regards to who is in the public domain that we can speak of. Uh, he's above the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds. And basically, Soros is evil, and he uses his money to fund movements to topple nations. In Mexico, the big Soros movement down there is the Orange Movement, Movimiento Naranja, and he has bought and paid for color movements in nations worldwide, Egypt, Hungary, Yugoslavia, Ukraine, and on and on. He overthrows and topples governments through these, what, you know, Arab Springs and all that kind of stuff. He's behind all that stuff. Uh, the Ukraine movement that Soros put together was also orange. So Soros is paying for these Trump protests that are going on right now, which is initially called orange, but quickly got the color purple assigned to him because so many Mexicans know about the orange movement going on in their own country. Uh, so it wasn't working right for Soros in the U.S. due to familiarity by many. So they changed it to a purple so did you see that very recent picture of Bill and Hillary donning purple? I saw Hillary on the news today and her outfit was again purple. Second photo op. So the Hillbill couple is uh, showing their support of these protesters against the president-elect. How classless and shitty is that? As you know, Renegade Nation, I don't believe in political parties, especially the monopoly of the Republicans and the Democrats. It's the farthest thing to anything close to a Democratic ideal that I can think of. But this purple dawning photo op that they just did showed them for the slime balls they truly are. Soros and the Clintons work hand in hand. They are evil and self-interested plain and simple. Soros didn't accumulate trillions by being lawful, did he? You don't get that kind of money by being honest. <laughs> All you have to do is look at a picture of George Soros and you can see the evil inherent in the man. It's like looking uh, at a picture of Zbigniew Brzezinski. Have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen that guy's face? 
Man, if you're unfamiliar with Brzezinski, just know he's a New World Order guy big time. Brzezinski is co-founder of the Trilateral Commission, a Council on Foreign Relations high-level member, a Bilderberger, and so forth. Just look at these people and you know there's something wrong with them. There's no empathy or joy in their features. They are devoid of humanity. So, Hillbill's cute little photo op in purple is telling these young people that they're behind them. (laughs) These protesters are most likely the disappointed Bernie Sanders supporters. And Hillary? She literally stole the Democratic primary from Bernie. The Clintons support these youth? No way. She only supports herself. You know, when she lost the election to Trump, she gave her concession amount announcement, then sent John Podesta out to say goodbye to her supporters. Her ego was so devastated she couldn't spare a few words to the people who had worked so hard for her campaign. Suddenly, they were of no importance whatsoever to her. But you know, I can understand these young people that are desperate to see change in the way our systems of society function because in their lives they do not see a future and they're mostly right. But most of them don't have a clue to how this system actually works or even what it's supposed to be in the first place because our education system makes sure they don't understand it. Most adults who've been on the planet a lot longer don't truly know what our government is supposed to be either. But they sure know something is very wrong here as well. That's what sent them to the polling booths in such large numbers on the 8th. So, now we have Trump. What do we really know about him beyond his successful career as a real estate developer and businessman? Do you know who his mentor was? Roy Kahn of the Mayor Lansky, Roy Kahn, Italian-Jewish Mafia days. Mafia and government have long worked hand in hand, if you understand where I'm going, is that we're still dealing with the potential criminal elements running things. I'm saying, in my view, we're potentially dealing with the same thing again. It's just the other side of that corporatocracy's competing agendas, the flip side of the same coin. Trump may be much more than that. I will not assume, and I don't have a crystal ball, but we need to pay attention and watch what he does. He may turn back some of the blatant criminal aspects of eight years of Obama and Killary's groups with their neocon and neocon liberal agendas, but will he actually bring back the rule of law? Will he actually set in motion what it takes to bring the banking and financial world to account for their fraud, manipulation of markets, asset grabbing, and general all-around criminality that has been rampant and continually accelerating since at least the 1990s? Once again, Clinton's time in the White House. All I can say, Renegade Nation, is that we shall see. But anyway, let's get back to the current protests. The Trump protests consist of almost entirely paid rioters that are being moved around in country around the country on buses. You're probably aware of that, but do you know what they're being paid? The lowest pay is $180 a day. 
Average pay is right around $400 a day. And top pay is right around $1,500 a day. So the people doing the riots are paid a professional wage to do them. If you go into a protest zone, you'll be going up against professionals and not legitimate dissenters. And they can be nasty. And it is totally pointless to try to discuss anything with them because they don't care about the cause. They just want to act and get paid. And honestly, Renegade Nation, they're getting paid more than they've ever been paid in their life. Trump supporters confronting the protesters is exactly what Soros wants. So don't play into his hands or his agenda. It'd be nice to see Trump have his attorney general investigate and indict him as well. Uh, Hillbill and Soros can share a cell in one of the FEMA camps. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'd love to see that. (laughs) But with all the rhetoric hurled during the campaign and the Bernie Sanders promising free everything at the expense of anyone who works for a living, the youth have become an increasingly communistic generation. The protesters are growing in number and they're now staging sit-ins at Chuck Schumer's office asking him to step aside as Senate Minority Leader in favor of Bernie Sanders. Here's an example that shows you how much the schools have really declined to the level of debasement currently at hand in this. Many schools, this is, I just read this today, many schools are now encouraging civil unrest and allowing students to skip class if they go protest Trump. Did you hear about this, Renegade Nation? Sources told the New York Post, which reported that about 200 kids from Beacon High School in Manhattan joined other students in the city to demonstrate in front of Trump Tower, and the schools are encouraging them to skip classes to join these protests. This is taking place around the country, including in Los Angeles. The Unified School District estimated that 4,000 students have skipped classes. Any public school engaging in such activity should immediately dismiss such teachers who are obviously unqualified to teach by injecting their own personal propaganda into the minds of students. You cannot use taxpayers' money to inspire a revolution that is anti-democratic and inspired by anarchy, which, plain and simple, it's their way or no way. The teachers of Beacon High School should be arrested for inspiring civil unrest when high school students, even assuming that they're legally born Americans and not aliens, are too young to vote anyway. This dangerous, this is dangerous. I mean, these teachers should be arrested for inspiring riots. It just happens to be a crime. They are putting the country, the students, and others at risk of violence. I can't believe this. I mean, all this political rhetoric has actually brainwashed a large number of youth. This is what happens when government protects bankers and refuses to prosecute people for crimes that anyone else would spend a lifetime in prison committing for committing. I mean, it's a prime example of how morality and common sense and especially critical thinking skills have been drummed out of society in general. Up is down and down is up, right is wrong and wrong is right. And government, well, wait, let me take that back. It's not a government. 
The corporate service contractor called the United States Incorporated has been leading the way, away from the rule of law and of any moral compass of integrity and honor. Great example they're setting, right, Renegade Nation? (laughs) Jesus. Okay, enough ranting. I'm taking a break. Uh, When I come back, I'm going to keep on talking about uh, more into these subject matters because it's critical. And we need to be on the same page as much as possible, Renegade Nation, especially now in these very interesting times. This is Everly Isby connecting the dots right here on Renegade Talk Radio. Be right back. More smoking content than a Jamaican spliff. You're listening to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. Again, Renegade Nation, it's Everly connecting the dots right here on Renegade Talk Radio. I just picked this up today, too, and this is just ridiculous. There's more on this, what's going on with the electoral vote coming up. I'm sure you're familiar. Um, they, they vote, the Electoral College votes on December 18th. So, and that's the final on whether, uh, you know, Trump is the president-elect or not. And, uh... Michael Benarian is this this young man, um, and he's within the electrical electoral college, uh, and he said his selection as one of Michigan's 16 electoral college voters has prompted emails urging him to vote for Democrat Hillary Clinton and even threatening death. On December 19th, the 22-year-old Benarian is scheduled to join 15 other Michigan electoral voters to cast their electoral votes for Republican president-elect Donald Trump. But Trump's opponents have deluged Benarian and other GOP electors with pleas and nasty emails to reverse their course and cast their ballots for Clinton, according to the Michigan Republican Party. The Detroit News verified one message containing a death wish and another containing a death threat in which the person told Benarian he would, quote, put a bullet, unquote, in his mouth. Benarian said he deleted the rest of the emails and messages because, as you can imagine, they're clogging up my email. Even if I could, I wouldn't be remotely interested in changing my vote, said Benarian, a political science senior at Oakland University and youth vice chair of the Michigan Republican Party. Quote, the people of Michigan spoke, and it's our job to deliver that message, unquote. That's amazing, isn't it? Another elector, Kenneth uh, Kreider, said he hasn't received any death threats or intimidating emails, but has gotten more than 300 emails from people in other states asking him to vote for Clinton instead of Trump. The 51-year-old heating and air conditioning professional from Livonia said many of the emails were from teachers and professors trying to explain to him the gravity of the situation, urging him to change his mind. But he said, I'm 100% behind Donald Trump. (laughs) Can you believe that, Renegade Nation? I mean... uh, Hearing from them that they're also receiving threats, I'm interested in getting a consensus from the group. This is a quote uh, from from Crichton, Crider, whatever his name is, and seeing if it's something that we should report to the police. It's obviously something that we're taking very seriously. That was actually a quote from a police officer, I guess. 
But Banarian said he has not reported any threats to the police, but is considering doing so. Actually, I think all those email people should be arrested and thrown in jail. That is not democracy. I don't care what you call it, but it ain't democracy of any kind. I've never seen this kind of reaction after an election before. I mean, I I know a lot of people feel very disgruntled after an election. I've never been happy with the system. I've known for a long time that something is very wrong with it. I knew that a long time ago. That's why I started going down rabbit holes so that I could figure out what was wrong. But I've never seen this crap. Just lets you know the desperation, doesn't it? It does solidify what you could call a conspiracy, doesn't it? I mean, when you look at Agenda 21, and now the Agenda 2030, and the education program called Common Core unleashed into this country, all out of the UN, by the way, if you're not aware, does that resonate with you, Renegade Nation? The United Nations is dictating what our children should learn. People who are not invested in this country at all, and they work in conjunction with the Soros's NGOs and other aligned non-governmental organizations, and also in collusion with the Clinton Foundation. You know, and I will say this is speculation on my part, but knowing how tight the Clintons are with Soros, it seems likely that the foundation is also involved in this post-election protest movement. I mean, put two and two together, right? Otherwise, why would the Clintons suddenly be wearing purple as a sign of alignment and support? I mean, seriously. Paying protesters a professional wage and busing them all over the country which in turn inspires the indoctrinated youth in schools, promoting them to protest even though they're not even old enough to vote, is a major connecting the dots scenario, wouldn't you agree, Renegade Nation? The UN has infected this country, indoctrinating our youth into a socialistic, communistic bent, all the while distorting and de-educating our youth as to how this country was set up in the first place and how it's supposed to function. On top of it, they don't even teach us how the government actually functions as it is, or how the judicial and um, court systems functions either. Because if we're ignorant of these things, we're putty in their hands, and they can continue to get away with their criminal system. If you've been in a courtroom, you probably know what I'm talking about, Renegade Nation. You can't get justice in court. It's nothing about justice. But that's another topic. So the general public has not been educated into the truth of those foundational aspects either, of course. And that's by design. The parents don't have a clue, so the kids only have teachers under the UN's well-thought-out agenda of taking away more and more of our rights and setting up a socialistic communistic system on steroids. When you think about it, Renegade Nation, I mean, you know that socialism and communism is centralized control by government. People in that kind of a system turn over everything. There's no private property. There's high taxes. And the government takes control of agriculture, energy, uh, media, and on down the line, and then distributes services out to all, supposedly evenly, (laughs) But we all know in looking at history that that has never been the case. It's always been corrupted because, once again, a very few people in control of everything 
leaves the masses, the masses at their mercy. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. We're pretty close to that right now in America. We certainly don't really have a constitutional republic which protects the rights of the individual. We don't even have a democracy, which is, by the way, mob rule. If 51% of your neighbors decide they want to eat you for dinner, legally, they'd be within their rights. What this country is now, in truth, is an oligarchy pretending to be a democracy. And the UN agenda, if not halted, will turn this into a communistic, socialistic world, and all of your natural rights will be exterminated, renegade nation. Do you know that we're supposed to be self-governing? That's the way this country was designed from the start. The people at the community levels, the local levels, dictate to the county levels, which then dictates to the state level. Anything that was given to the federal to do by the states is all the federal is supposed to be responsible for and has no power to dictate whatsoever to the states or the people. Do you know that the federal government has absolutely no jurisdiction over those of us inhabiting the land jurisdiction? These are things that we as a country of American state nationals by birth need to be educated in so that this bullshit can be kicked off our shores. Once again, I'm gonna, I've said this before so many times, but I'm going to say it again. I urge you, if you haven't already, to get the ebook. You know there's a problem when an American Affidavit of Probable Cause by Anna von Reitzinger and James Clinton Belcher. It's an interesting and entertaining read. Honest to God, Renegade Nation. Go to Anna von Reitz, A-N-N-A-V-O-N-R-E-I-T-Z, AnnaVonWrites.com. And scroll down to the link for that ebook if you haven't already because it's information you really need to have so that you can see through these deceptions and bottom line criminality running this country. It'll cost you all of three bucks. Also, Renegade Nation, on AnnaVonWrites.com, there is a major archive of posts written by Anna to help you wrap your head around the truth. Because it takes a while to unindoctrinate yourself to what has been rammed into your head all of your life that's promoted the idea that what is up is down and down is up. Right is wrong and wrong is right. So this is in your best interests. I cannot stress that enough. And the system itself, I mean, right now, if you think about what's going on with the, uh, you know, with the the avalanche of emails from the Clinton private server and all that kind of stuff and the FBI and the New York Police Department and all these different security and intelligence departments, they're just as polarized as this country. I'm going to repeat this one. I did this in a past show, but it's another little tidbit that is very telling. But I'm, I'm repeating it because, you know, more people are tuning into this show now than they were before. So in case you missed, missed what I said before, this is an important information to understand. Would it interest you, Renegade Nation, to know that the FCC, the CIA, the FBI, the IMF, the NSA, the IRS, OPM, which is the Office of Personnel Management, the ATF, the DEA, NASA, 
Interpol, Homeland Security, and all the other members of the Alphabet Gang are all privately owned corporations, and none of them are or ever has been an agency of the United States Incorporated. Did you know that? You can look it up on Dun & Bradstreet if you don't believe this. I dare you to look it up, Renegade Nation. Okay, back to the quote. The United States government always held some stock in these corporations, but never outright owned or controlled any of them. Did you hear that, Renegade Nation? Our intelligence and security agencies are not under the control of the federal government. Because the federal government isn't a government. All agencies are privately owned corporations who only follow their corporate charters and the dictates of their controlling interests, whoever they are, and are not directly answerable to the United States Incorporated and therefore, most importantly, not answerable to the people. They're in their own world, renegade nation. No, I mean, no, to be fair, though, there are people within these agencies that are working for our country to the best of their ability, but just, there are just as many who are not. How does that make you feel, renegade nation? Does that make you feel pissed? Does that make you feel angry? Afraid, maybe? You should be. Okay, back to the quote. I'm finishing it up now. Quote, their employees receive their paychecks from the Office of Personnel Management, OPM, which belongs to the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, which is the property of the United Nations, which belongs to Israel and the royal and elite class of Europe. All of the alphabet gangs are now the registered property of the United Nations. All of this deception is compounded by the refusal of ordinary Americans to realize, know, or understand that it is this secrecy and duplicity of privately owned corporations being surreptitiously portrayed as American agencies and government, coupled with the deceit and endless greed of Israel, European bankers, and the royal and elite families of the world that have come together to fleece the American people like the sheep they truly are. And unfortunately, America's public apathy and ignorance only serves to reinforce the lie. Unquote. Once again, Renegade Nation, the United Nations, are you connecting the dots, Renegade Nation? That little piece of information came from a man named Judge Dale. That's not his real name. He had to use a pseudonym. Uh, he passed away a little while ago, but uh, he is a former federal judge who retired early in his career when he finally figured out what the private corporate court judicial system was really all about. He has a lot of great information. Put Judge Dale, that's D-A-L-E Dale, in your search engine. He talks the straight skinny. I recommend him highly. So, Renegade Nation... What are the ramifications of what I just read? It says that foreign interests such as Israel, Great Britain, France, and so on are controlling our intelligence and security agencies and directing their agendas, not the interests of the people of the states of America. And these agencies are polarized because of these competing interests, and that's just on one level. I know it's more complicated than that, but that's the general idea. 
We are waging constant wars and young men and women here in this country are putting their lives on the line for international corporate profits and all on our dime to boot. It has nothing to do with terrorism, which was created by these interests, and it has nothing to do with God and country or any such baloney. It has nothing to do with spreading democracy or freedom whatsoever. Those are the cold, hard facts. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not a patriot. I'm not a constitutionalist or any other such label some moron might try to stick on me. I'm interested in facts and truth. If that makes you uncomfortable, then switch Everly Isby off and go pick your nose or whatever makes you feel okay with yourself. This is a grown-up show, so if you find it hard to handle truth, then take your emotional child elsewhere. You okay with that, Renegade Nation? Okay, I'm out of here momentarily. When I come back, I have some good news. This is Everly Isby connecting the dots on Renegade Talk Radio. I'll be right back. Non-stop shock radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Get an early start on ammunition to rip that asshole that'll be messing with you later. Hi, Renegade Nation. This is Everly Isby connecting the dots right here on Renegade Talk Radio. And I want to share some more good news here. This comes from Jim Stone. Um, let me just get my, my notes down here together here. Okay, I just want to announce America is now at DEFCON 5. DEFCON 5. As Russia is now blasting ISIS in Syria to smithereens. That's worth a laugh. And it has low, was lowered to the safest level because Trump won the election and NORAD knows we won't be going to war with Russia. Yay! When Hillary was a still a prospect, we were at DEFCON 3 and almost went to DEFCON 2 with DEFCON 1 being the launch mode. We were at that defense level because if Hillary managed to steal the election, there definitely would have been war with Russia. Instead, Putin talked to Trump a few hours before launching one sortie every 22 seconds, which is an unbelievable number, uh, against well-vetted and confirmed ISIS targets in Syria. Yeah! Putin, by the way, didn't talk to Obama. The world wants nothing to do with the current administration that has prolonged the efforts of Russia to rid us all of this U.S., NATO, and other aligned countries like Saudi Arabia, Qatar, Turkey, and Israel agenda to support these rebel factions. Looks like that agenda has had to stand down from its nefarious ways. This major ramp ramp up in shelling of ISIS and other rebel forces, renegade nation, follows the evidence that Russia has gathered against the rebels who used illegal chemical weapons against the civilian populace in Aleppo recently. Now that Obama is on the way out and Clinton is given a ticket to ride, Russia can now move forward in earnest without the competing agendas of the U.S., NATO, and its allies, who've been gumming up the works to cease hostilities in that region. So, that's good news, isn't it? 
At this moment, I say yippee skippy. It's definitely a good sign. We just have to keep our eyes and ears open as things progress, but it looks like a major corner has been turned. I can't talk well anymore. So now we witness the end of the Obama-Clinton legacy, thank God, before he's even out of office. Speaking of not being able to talk very well, and I was ranting so much earlier, I'm going to cut this segment short, and I'm going to sign off here. I'll be back very soon with updates and news for your consideration. I hope you enjoyed the show, even my rants. I just can't help myself sometimes. Take care, and keep your sense of humor, Renegade Nation. And again, check out Sky Pilot Radio, right here on Renegade Renegade Nation's talk radio. It's the best music from the 60s through the 80s. Sky Pilot is the soundtrack of your life. And by the way, the hosts of Renegade Talk Radio are currently all developing their own music shows featuring their personal favorite music, including some deep cuts off of albums that of great music that you just never hear on corporate radio. How refreshing. <laughs> It'll bring back a lot of a lot of memories as I'm developing my personal show. I've definitely been tripping down memory lane here. So anyway, I hope you tune in and look for our Renegade Hosts weekend shows. This is Everly Isby, connecting the dots right here on Renegade Talk Radio. Take care and so long. <laughs>